Welcome to the official podcast of the Mount Rubido Seventh-day Adventist Church. Thank you for joining us on our series, IOS 18, Updating Your Life with Jesus. With our guest speaker for today, Marquise Johns. The message for today is Make Room. Can we celebrate God? (laughs) Now, let me tell you, you want to celebrate God because He has gifted you with an anointed pastoral staff. Come on, come on, come on, come on. All throughout Revelation, John reminds the people that he is writing to the angel of the, of the house of the Lord and to the angelic host that God has graced and blessed you with. I just salute you and appreciate you and thank you for this opportunity. I was sharing with the team in the back, I have desired with desire to preach at Mount Rubidoux. I don't need nobody to shout, that's all for me. I have desired with desire to preach here at Mount Rubidoux. I I must be honest, I have watched the ministry of your pastor for the eight years that he has been here, and I must confess I have just been in awe of what God has done through him. So so much so, I thought that God was doing so much through him, I just wasn't worthy to come to Mount Rubidoux. Amen. And then um, I saw him just take this church higher when you were gifted with my little sister in ministry, Pastor Rebecca Davis. Come on, celebrate my little sister. She knows, as should the world, I love her something terrible. I believe in her ministry. I believe that God has anointed, gifted, and called her for such a time as this. And uh, I promise you, if y'all don't know how to treat her, there are some places that would love to have her. I wish I had a church this, this morning. Amen. So make sure you treat her right. Um, and now that we have dispense with the pleasantries and formalities. Why don't you do this bald head preacher a favor and stand to your feet and turn to the written word? Uh, Why don't we stand all over the sanctuary as we turn to the written word, which will prepare us for the preached word and will by God's grace honor and exalt the living word. We're turning to Luke chapter two, Luke chapter two, verse one. We're standing to our feet, not because the preacher asked you to, but to honor the written word which will prepare us for the preached word and will by God's grace honor and exalt the living word. If you have Luke chapter two and verse one, why don't you let this bald head preacher know by saying, let's eat. Oh, you don't sound hungry this morning. If you have Luke chapter two and verse one, let this bald head preacher know by saying, let's eat. I'll read in your your hearing seven verses, which will constitute our time, the framework for our time together this morning. The Bible says, and it came to pass... In those days that there went out a decree ah, from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Mm. 
And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be, what did the preacher say? Everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Why? Because he was of the house and lineage of David. Hmm. He went up to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. As you go to your seat, why don't you tell your neighbor the title of my sermon this morning, Make Room. Well, that was the wrong neighbor. Tell your other neighbor the title of my sermon this morning. Make room. Amen and amen. Now, I, I just feel it is incumbent upon me to share something that the Lord deposited in my spirit several months ago. Mount Rubidoux, you have not come to church this morning. This is just an event the church does on the weekends. You have not come to a church this morning. This is just the building the church meets in on the weekends. I wish I had somebody who could lean over and tell their neighbor, neighbor... You are the church. Ah, wrong neighbor. Tell the other neighbor. Neighbor, you are the church. Ah. When I spoke with your pastor several weeks ago concerning my coming to preach here at Mount Rubido, he shared with me the theme for this month. IOS 18. The implication is that you are downloading a new operating system. Mm, 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 mm. I remember long ago, before the advent of the iPhone and the great war that has been waged between Apple and Samsung, when updates came for your phone, oftentimes it found your phone in a state unable to take the update. Uh, 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 I assume most of you came along after the advent of the smartphone, and so let me tell you what would happen. Oftentimes, Dr. King, when the update was made available, your phone did not have enough space uh, to, oh my God, I, 
I must warn the sound team, I have a tendency, if it gets good to me, to throw microphones. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll pay for it if I do, but I just wanted to warn you that it could happen. You just asked Brother Sean Martineau back there. Uh, we spent the summer together. I threw plenty of microphone. Amen. It just got good, got that good. Uh, n- nonetheless, nonetheless, when, when, when you were attempting to update the operating system, you would have to oftentimes go to the very small hard drive in the phone and make room. Mm, mm, mm. Your phone would begin to move a little slower. Uh, you wouldn't have the necessary bandwidth in order to install the update, therefore your phone would be antiquated, not because of the time it was made, but because you didn't have the right operating. Oh my God. <laughs> so this morning, for the time that is ours, I want to speak to you from the title, Make Room. Make Room. Father, help us lest we perish. In Jesus' name, amen. Joseph, his pregnant wife, and the entirety of the Roman Empire are expected to comply with the decree of Gaius Octavius. The text refers to him by the name he earned after defeating Mark Anthony and Cleopatra at Actium, a name that implies he is more than a man and more like a god. As a matter of fact, it is under Augustus that strides were made to view the Caesars more like gods and less like men. To the extent, one theologian records that when Augustus died, people, quote, comforted themselves, reflecting that Augustus was a god and that gods do not die. However, at this intersection of Roman and salvation history, one man was trying to become a god while the God was becoming a man. I don't have nobody in here this morning. At at, at the intersection of Roman and salvation history, we have a man attempting to become a God and the God, I thought that gets you the second time I said it. Let me come on back one more time and talk to somebody. You have a man trying to be God Yet the God becoming a man. One, 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 one is a demonstration of pride. The other, a demonstration of power. Which is why one ends up being subject to the other. You see, the man God was subject to the power of the God man. You see, saints of God, there is manpower and there is God's power. Like there is horsepower and nuclear power. Like there is electrical power and atomic power. Like there is economic power and brain power. There is political power and military power. But none of these, nor even all of them combined is omnipotent power because omnipotent power belongs to God and God alone. This distinction hadn't impacted the world like it was about to, which is why our text opens 
with a family of believers responding to the dogma of a world leader. I don't know if you looked at the news, but it... I don't know if you looked at the news, but it seems like the president uh, who, who, who blamed Obama when the government shut down somehow can't te- see. Are y'all listening to me? This can't seem to take responsibility that on his watch, when the Senate is Republican, when the House of Representatives is Republican, when everything in Washington, D.C. looks and smells like a Republican somehow. Okay, I'm, y'all, y'all, I thought I was at another church. I'm sorry. The text records a family of believers, listen to me, saints of God, having to respond to the dogma of a world leader. Preacher, where'd you get that from? The word decree here in the Greek means dogma. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And there's something that's happening where a world leader believes they can be dogmatic in their approach to how they are. Y'all listening to me? I can preach to myself, you know. And the text tells us that his attempt to impact the life of the believers is leading them to a state that is referred to as being taxed. Ah. First of all, first of all, notice the overall climate of, quote, all of the world, end quote. They were being taxed. Four times in the seven verses, the Greek word apographo is used. This word, Pastor Davis, is significant given that it has, as most words do, several definitions. A few of those definitions or concepts carry connotations of military responsibility, you know, to enlist, to register, and to cooperate with a census. Everyone in the empire was expected to participate by returning to the city of their family's origin in order to register, enlist or avail oneself for military activity. Nonetheless, Jews would not have to register. They were simply moving because the world was trying to tax (laughs) Interestingly enough, Pastor Kelly, the word tax has made its way into our modern vernacular and is appropriated in other contexts as well. What do you mean, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked. One could have a taxing job. Your relationship could have hit a crucial impasse where remaining committed to it is taxing you. You could find yourself a single parent working multiple jobs to take care of your family. And the reality is it's taxing you. The job is wearisome. The relationship is strained. You're being stretched out and stretched out trying to provide for a family you didn't make by yourself. And the truth is it seems like the world is taxing you. Taxing your family, taxing your finances, taxing your sanity, taxing your morals, taxing your energy, taxing your commitments, taking from you more than it's giving to you. And if you get nothing else from this sermon, I want you to receive this in your spirit at the very moment. Come on, Holy Ghost. At the very moment when the world seems to be taxing you is when God is preparing you to do something unprecedented. (laughs) 
The moment that job seems to be getting to you is when God is trying to position you. The moment that Negro is getting on your nerves is the moment God is trying to position you. I wish I had somebody up in here who could stand on their feet and clap their hands like the devil is in between them and say no matter how much they tax. Uh, but, 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 but here's the thing some of you didn't stand up right there you said preacher taxed I'm way past being taxed well that's okay this word speaks to your situation too you see the Greek word apographo is a compound word its literal trans literal translation is to ah, write off the idiom to write off means to give up on turning someone or something into something oh my god to declare something as a loss a, a waste of time or a, a hopeless care to be dropped from consideration so you're not just feeling taxed the word of god says some of you actually feel like you've been written off oh my god the government is trying to write you off your ex is trying to write you off your boss is trying to write you off your friends are trying to write you off your family is trying to write you off just know that the same way Caesar Augustus was made the agent for the fulfillment of God's purpose in bringing the mother of Jesus to Bethlehem, the people who are trying to write you off are merely the agents for the fulfillment of moving you into a season of not just expectancy but of great expectancy Mary wasn't just carrying any baby, she was great with child carrying the must I wish I had somebody up in here who could testify, I'm not just carrying something, I'm carrying in something great taxing <clears throat> taxing world's trying to write you off but I got news for you Joseph and Mary happened to fall it seems victim to this taxing season and to the world attempting to write them off the text says as much in verse 4 because of this taxing Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem uh, watch this because he was of the house and lineage of David <clears throat> Joyce I need to deposit this in your spirit this morning that the taxing season will do something to each and every one of us. It will cause us to return back to our roots. I thought I'd get somebody up in here who could... The struggle that Joseph and Mary are going through literally sends them back to their... Y'all not listening to me? Am I talking to myself? There are times when you get to a place in life that unless there is a little adversity, you forget where you come from. Joseph and Mary were being taxed and they could have sat down and started feeling sorry for themselves. They could have sat down and 
started wondering why the world was being so mean to them. But my Bible says that the moment the taxing season came, they went back to their... Y'all not listening to me on this side. I'm going to talk to y'all. No, no, no. I need y'all to get this in your spirit and don't miss it. There are times when God will orchestrate a season of adversity to make you get back to who you really is. Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Many times God blesses us with prestige, promotions, positions, health, wealth, and strength, and we forget the struggle it took us to get there, and we forget those who are struggling to get to where we've arrived. Oh my God, don't become so intoxicated with your current position in life that God has to tax you in order to remind you where you came from. You might become a CEO, but you bet not forget where you come from. You might get rich one day, but you bet not forget where you come from from you might make it big in sports and entertainment but baby girl you better not forget where you came from because what you have or achieve does not determine who you are because one author said your gift can take you places your character can't keep you you are not positions you get nor are you the things you are acquired You are what's inside of you. Okay, okay, you missed it. You missed it. I'm not on your street. Let me park. Honk my horn. Maybe you'll come outside and get this word. Because watch this. Joseph, who was a carpenter by trade and employment. Come on, Holy Ghost. Ha, here it is. Joseph, who was a carpenter by trade and employment, may not have looked like much on the. But Joseph had royalty coursing through his veins. You may not look like what you've been through because you got royalty. Y'all not listening to me? I said you got royal. No, okay, you don't want to be royal. That's all right. Preacher, preach to yourself. Boy, you may not look like what you've been through, but you got royalty coursing through your veins. You've been grafted into Jesus Christ, into God, and because... y'all, Oh, y'all with me now. I, I just wanted to make sure because the Bible tells us in the fulfillment of prophecy, the scepter may have been taken from the house of Judah which was David's tribe, but even without a scepter, Joseph was still royalty. Even without a throne, Joseph was still royalty. Even without a palace, Joseph was still royalty. Even without a robe, Joseph was still royalty. Even without a crown, Joseph was still royalty. And no matter what history tries to tell you, you are the descendant of kings and queens. Slavery was just a blip on the history of the African American people, so don't let that blip confuse you about God's ultimate goal for you. You Say, preacher, you making up stuff. No, Barone, that's in Exodus chapter 19, verse 6. God says, and you shall be unto me kingdom of priests. Y'all, y'all still didn't get it. It's in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. See, you thought I was talking about stately royalty. No, 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 no. I'm talking about biblical spiritual royalty. I wish I had some folk up in here who could say no matter what house I live in, I'm still royalty. No matter what car I drive, I'm still royalty. No matter what street I live on, I'm still royalty. And I'm royalty because I'm 
I got me up here at Rubido, acting undignified. I told y'all, I wanted to preach here a long time. It's all that's been stored up. Now, I need y'all to understand, I'm, I'm, I'm just about done here. Oh, no, no, because see, you don't have to be everlasting to be eternal. Oh, oh yeah. I done said what was needed to be said. It's time to take y'all home now. The text tells me something that about this thing that she's about to do, she's about to give. The Bible says, bring forth her firstborn. Now, I need you to understand, I had to go to Oakwood and study theology. Um, And while I was there, I had to also study... Y'all took way too long for that. Now, I know your pastor went to Washington Adventist University, which was then called CUC, so I got a little something for him, too. I did my master's at CUC. Now, you see how he act over CUC? Let's run this back. Yeah, I got my degree from Oakwood. While I was there studying theology, I had to learn things like Greek and Hebrew. Didn't want to, just had to. Now, 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 I I learned, I learned, I learned, I learned, Pastor Rafael, that the word for firstborn here used is rare outside the Bible and does not occur at all prior to the Septuagint. A different translation might be, oh, come on, God, bearing for the first time. See, you didn't even catch that. You see, the season of taxing that you were in allowed you time to look within yourself and has brought you to a place not of expectancy, but of deliver. And what you're about to bring forth, the world has never seen before and will never see after y'all. Y'all don't want to. Y'all, 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 this is too good. This is we. I, y- I was telling somebody sometimes we tend to be masochistic. We need to be beat up on. I'm trying to liberate you today. God wants to do something amazing too. And you spent some time, saints of God, in a taxing season last year. But now it's time to birth something. Just like Joseph and Mary had been in Bethlehem for a little while before she delivered. See, the taxing moved her not into just a couple days before she delivered. The taxing moved her into a season to where she had to stay there for a while before she moved from expecting to actual. See, the problem is many of us want the way we've always heard the story. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get laid off today, get a job tomorrow. Uh, you want to get a breakup today, get a new man or woman tomorrow. Uh, you want something bad to happen one day and something good to happen the next day. You don't want to have to wait a week. Uh, you don't want to have to wait a month. The problem is we got microwave fast food theology where you want somebody to tell you you can name it and claim it. You can have it if you grab it. But the word of God declares that you may have to spend some time in a taxing season feeling like folk have written you off. I mean, 
you, 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 you've been told your whole life that, that Joseph went here and they were so poor and they were so broken that they had to go to a cave. But, 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 but do y'all know anything about Jewish folk? See, when they get a plot of land in their family, they keep it. I'm sorry, I was listening to the wrong record yesterday. And so with that being said, you think he didn't have some relatives or a place to stay? You see, I told y'all earlier, Rebecca Davis, that's my little sister. I love her to death, right? I don't care where she live in the country. If I get off a plane, if I got an Uber, I'll Uber right to her house and put her out of her own bed. <laughs> Lock the door on her way out. Because wherever she is, there I am also. Y'all don't. <laughs> See, when you got family places, ah, come on, Holy Ghost. When you got family places, it, 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 <laughs> when you got family places, you can't be displaced. And I stopped by to tell somebody, my God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. So no matter where I go. So, so, so not only that, can, can I just stay here for a moment in, in this text? The text also, uh, history has also tried to teach you that he was so destitute, he had nowhere to stay, and they were so broken down. Because, no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This man is a carpenter. Carpenters don't go nowhere and don't got no work. <laughs> Carpenters don't go somewhere and they can't, got, they can't find no work. This, this, is not, this, this is not the story. See, here's the thing. The Bible tells us not only was... Oh, my God. Let me just finish this. I'm going to sit down. Let me just... One more thing, one more thing, and I got to get out of here. Okay. Furthermore, the word for in used in this text appears one other time. It's used in Luke twenty-two eleven, And there it denotes a large guest room. So, the, okay, no. A first century Jewish home had the main apartments for the family on the second floor. The guest room were on the second floor. Mm. Now, some of you may have one of those drive-in garages that you push a button and the car technically comes into your house. See, that's the same thing here. They're traveling, and again, oh, I'm sorry, the poor thing. This man got a donkey. <laughs> donkey ain't, don't denote poor. So, so he pulls up into the family home and parks his donkey. See, I ain't come here for this. I thought we was going to have fun today. Y'all don't, y'all don't want this. Okay, okay, see, so, so he pulls up, you know. Parks his donkey on the, in the, 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 the uh, open car garage, right? Now, now, here's the other thing, y'all. Everybody in the whole empire had to return back to where they was from. See, you want to believe that people were just being mean to them. It's not true. They went to the family house, and everybody was there. Everybody. Everybody had to go home. Now they come to this home, 
and everybody then flooded the second floor. You know, you can't even get in the toilet on time. I see how some of y'all dressed. Somebody didn't get into the toilet on time this morning. You was beating your face. Lord, help us. You know, you got the, all the family is there now. They, 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 they flooded the second floor. They flooded the first floor. And, and here is the reality. It wasn't that there was no room for them. Come on, Holy Ghost. I need them to get it. There was no room for her to give birth. They in the room. Me, you, all y'all with the deaconesses and all, we all in the room. Everybody, this is the room. We all in the room. Everybody in the room. We everybody in the whole room. Now, it, it, was, it was barely comfortable then when everybody in the whole room. You know, Uncle, Uncle Tay Tay and them and all them that came and they, they brought some folk they ain't supposed to bring. You know how to... You ain't tell me you was bringing them. Now I got to go and make a pallet on the floor. Y'all... Y'all been in the church too long. Y'all done forgot pallets. We, we, got, we got to find somewhere to put people. People, you got to step over folk to get to the toilet. Somebody sleeping at the door of the kitchen. You, they, they got the stove open to keep everything warm. Yeah, now, now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she decide she won't have babies. I'll speak it over you. (laughs) Now, it's bad enough. I'm in the room with my husband and my wife and my cousin and everybody. And all of a sudden, you want to go into labor. (laughs) See, this is is how y'all missed it. See, what y'all missed was there wasn't room... There wasn't room for her to move from expectancy to delivery. There was plenty room just not for her to move to a birthing season. Okay, you didn't catch it. You need to tell the person on your pew, it's about to get real in here. I need you to look down on your pew right now and tell somebody, see, the problem is y'all need to make room. Oh, God. See, I need somebody up in here right now to make room because what God is about to bring forth from you in 2018, the Bible says he's going to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. I said, tell somebody in Mount Rubidoux today, you better make room because God is about to oh my God, I need somebody up in here right now, I don't know who I'm talking to, but God wants to birth something so big so large, so great so better, there ain't room there ain't room okay, I'm talking to the wrong folk, I need you to understand, y'all about to do some work up in here, there ain't room in these pews, there ain't room in your life, there ain't room in your bank account. There ain't room in your car garage. There ain't room on your job. So what you need to tell somebody today, make room. Make room. Make room. Make room. God is about to birth something unprecedented at the front porch. Make room. Make
make room, make room, make room. God is about to birth something unprecedented at Mount Rubidoux. Make room, make room, make room. God is about to birth something unprecedented in Southeastern California Conference. You see, no matter what you brought forth in the past or in 2017, you stand on the precipice of birthing something the world has never seen before in 2018. You had to be taxed so you could return to your original bloodline, Jesus. Hello, Holy Ghost. You may have had to be in that place for a minute, but now you need a little more room because you're about to move from expecting to delivery. You've been expecting a breakthrough. God is about to deliver. You've been expecting a move of God. God is about to deliver. You've been expecting some relief. God is about to deliver. You've been expecting better. God is about to deliver. You've been expecting greater. God is about to deliver. My question to you today is, do you have enough room? that this message has been a blessing to you so much so that you would be willing to share it as a witness as always thank you again for joining us and tune in weekly for more inspirational messages that will prayerfully give you a more intimate relationship with god